We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Monday NBA DFS slate. You can find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, Rotowire, and as a featured writer on the DraftKings playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to rate, review us, don't forget to share and subscribe. For all of you, all of you tuning into the live stream or checking us out on the official Rotowire YouTube channel, we definitely appreciate that subscribers are creeping up here uh each and every show we definitely love and appreciate that um and uh thanks for all the love uh don't forget to uh, press that like button or press that little red subscribe button if you've tuned into the show but you haven't subscribed yet we definitely uh like paying the bills and keeping the lights on and that's one of the ways that we do that benny welcome to another week of fantasy basketball action yeah, I actually like this slate. Um, I was looking at it earlier today. You know, we we filmed the Monday show on Monday morning, and uh, you know, I started putting in some lineups to you know throw into some fifty fifties as uh, you know just to save my spots in them, so I don't have to scramble at the end and, and get shut out. Um, 
there's a lot of value, I think, today if, if some of these injuries break. So it, it should be a pretty good uh, pretty good night. I think it's going to be high scoring. All right, tonight's going to be a good night. All right, so let's go ahead and talk, talk about this here. We've got seven games in the NBA on action, 14 teams on the slate. Let's go ahead and talk about what you want to do on FanDuel at the point guard position. See, it's tough today to know right now because there is a lot of value in the lower range that I'm going to be targeting um, You know, later on today when I'm building some rosters. Uh, you got George Hill going up against Cleveland. He had a huge game against Cleveland the last time they played each other. Um, Kyrie Irving doesn't play great defense at the point guard spot, so it's a good matchup there for Hill. And there's bad matchups at the other positions for the other scorers on this team. You know, Monta Ellis doesn't usually play well um, when they go up against Cleveland. For some reason, J.R. Smith, you know, kind of locks him down a little bit. Um, You know, you have LeBron on Paul George, so he's going to have to work for his shots. So it feels like George Hill picks up more of the offensive load because he has one of the better matchups when when they do play against Cleveland. So... He's a guy I don't think a lot of people are going to talk about that's pretty cheap, but I'm going to have a lot of shares of him tonight. And I also like Darren Collison, um, especially if Rondo's out. But even with Rondo being in there, he's still been playing a lot of minutes, um, getting fourth quarter minutes. He's playing with Rondo on the floor at the same time. So I like him if Rondo's in, but if Rondo's out, I think he's a really good value at the price that he's at. He's only 5200 so I think he's somebody that you got to look at. You know, you still have Shelvin Mack down there at like Vin Price that you can look at as well. So there's a lot of value Um, up at the top. You got Westbrook against the Sacramento Kings could be an incredibly high paced matchup. Um, You know, he's expensive at 11,000. But, you know, we've seen Westbrook put up 50, 55 fantasy points and even into the 60s and 70s. So, you know, I'm not too concerned about it. I think he's somebody that that I'm going to have shares of, you know, and that's why I think I'm going to be paying up for Westbrook and then using some of these other cheaper options to kind of fit them in there. Um, that's kind of the way that I was going this morning when I was building my rosters over on Fandle. Yeah, I think that uh, makes a lot of sense overall. Uh, you, to me, Westbrook is a must-play. We saw what Chris Paul did, destroyed him for 40. And, you know, Rajon Rondo, even if he plays, probably isn't at 100%. Darren Carlson is a good value play either way to balance out salary if you're using Westbrook Wall or Paul up top there as as well. And, you know, um, I, I'm I'm actually okay with Sheldon Mack for, for, for value. If you want to go down to Patrick Beverly, who we've, I've used as a consistent cheat code to sort of balance out salaries there as well. I'm not going to worry about the San Antonio Spurs game because before that he'd been producing over 5.5x in the last three, three contests. So uh, something else to keep of note. We always throw out the Spurs games, and we think he's still very cheap and, and a value option. Anybody else you'd like at the one before we move on to the two? Not really, but I do want to talk about one guy and kind of get your opinion on it. Um, Chris Paul's $10,200 today. Going up against Brooklyn, which on paper is a good matchup, and Paul's been playing really well lately. But I just feel like this is a game with Brooklyn going on the road, playing as bad as they – well, actually, they've won two of their last three games, I think. Um, But I just don't think that Brooklyn's going to be able to keep this game close and that it's going to be high scoring. I'm a little concerned about Paul reaching value, and I think think you'd agree with me. I'd rather just go up and pay the $800 for Westbrook. But how do you feel about Chris Paul here today, and do you think he's like a – you know, I think Westbrook for cash is kind of the the, easy, the the right option. But do you think that Paul is even a viable guy that, you know, you want to get some shares of in GPPs today? Or are you kind of staying away? Because right now, I feel like I'm just completely staying away from him. No, I definitely still want some shares. And the the, the, the reason why is because we know that Brooklyn is, is very uh, attackable. 
at the at the point guard position with Donald Sloan, their bottom five overall. And uh, you know, now that you subtracted Joe Johnson out of that lineup, this could be a you know home run situation uh, for them. And they they aren't they haven't displayed enough firepower just yet to absolutely just run away and blow out teams. They have they have a good amount of scoring, and Jeff Green definitely helps them. Uh, but you know, they've still been le- letting teams hang in there uh, overall against them. So it's going to be a tough sledding against. Um, uh, against the uh, the LA Clippers for the Brooklyn team, and you know, even in three quarters of action, you could probably get still get some serious value. I'm still preferring Russell Westbrook because he has to go on the road at Sacramento. It could be a little bit of a letdown factor coming off of that overtime loss to, to the Golden State Warriors, but I still think Chris Paul. You can't ignore the matchup against Brooklyn. Still a solid number two option. I wouldn't blame anybody who wanted to sort of use those two guys and you know anchor your roster and sort of build for value at the remaining positions. So let's go ahead and talk about those remaining positions, and we'll start the shooting guard position here at the two. Let's talk about what you want to do um, at the shooting guard position for Monday. Yeah, I think the shooting guard position is actually real easy, and one of the reasons why I'm I, I think I'm not so high on Chris Paul, um, and I and that I am kind of high on some of those value options at point guard is because for me. You know, first off, with Gallo out, you just lock in Will Barton. You know, $6,000, Will Barton, way too cheap for what he can give you. I don't care if it's a tough matchup against Memphis. You know, for me, he's lock and load. If he's under 100% in cash games tonight, you know, I consider whatever percentage under 100 he is, you know, free overlay. So that's number one. That's the first guy that I'm locking in. And then the reason why I'm not really, excuse me, I'm not really high on paying for Paul is, the only other guy that I really like is James Harden. So I basically locked in Will Barton and Harden was like the first two guys that I locked in on every roster that I made. And then I tried to build around it. So for me, the shooting guard spot here is very easy. You have to play Will Barton. And I think that James Harden um, in a high scoring game, that's expected to stay close, you know, against a Milwaukee team that's been playing kind of fast and his team plays at a fast pace. Um, I think Harden and, and, you know, chalk, shooting guard option, but I also think it's the, you know, the nuts at the shooting guard option. So I don't think you can do anything other than really go to those two guys. Yeah, I agree with you there as well up top. At, um, you know, you're, you start it with, uh, with Harden in your, in your lineup and Will Barton, and then you sort of go down from there. On the flip side of that, Chris Middleton facing James Harden, I still think is a pretty solid value. You know, he's been as consistent uh, volume scorer, and he's, you know, priced at 7700 on FanDuel. So, you know, if you you want to go for a middle lot pr- priced option uh, and, you were, and you load it up at point guard, I'm – totally fine with that uh now down below that there as well we have gary harris is going to get um, ticked up in value because you know uh there's all the minutes that uh will barton was taking from him now goes to the three position uh and you know and i, I still like jamal crawford as a little cheat code option uh as well uh you know pace against brooklyn he's sort of uh filling in playing a consistent 25 plus minutes overall score 21 points against sack which is all he did but he still almost got four and a half times value so if he's able to chip in in a couple other spots and uh, produce at a higher clip you know we know that brooklyn is at home this time rather than road train traveling to sacramento he could be um in play as well anybody else down below that you want to script the bottom of the barrel with uh before we move forward to the small forward well, a couple a couple guys will mention. Um, Markel Brown from the Nets is somebody who's seeing a lot more minutes now that Joe Johnson's out of town. Um, I got to double check. Is Bo, is Bogdanovich? He's a small forward on FanDuel, right? Uh, there's some I, sites where, you, there, yeah, there's some sites where Bogdanovich is listed as a shooting guard. So you know he would be another option there. He's the guy who's actually seeing the bulk of the minutes on that Brooklyn team. 
team now that Joe Johnson's but I think him and Brown are some of the cheap guys you can look at. Let me let me ask you this question on FanDuel. Right at the five thousand dollar range, you got Jamal Crawford at five K, you got Reddick at forty nine, and you got Gary Harris at forty eight. Rank those three guys for me today. How how would you um how would you play them out? Give give me those three again. I'm just taking a look at the projections on Rotowire before we talk. Oh yeah, um JJ Reddick, uh forty nine hundred, Jamal Crawford is five K and Gary Harris is forty eight. So they're basically the same price. So Harris, Crawford, it. and uh Reddick. I have it JJ Harris Crawford. And they're all similar. Okay, so, so, so Yeah, so JJ would be JJ would be the top one for you. Like like I said, if you have five K for a shooting guard, you know, of those three guys, which is the one that you're putting in, in your lineup. Yeah, I trust JJ to score the most. Gary Harris has probably got the, the more minutes than Jamal Crawford, and he does a little bit more all, all around than Crawford does. And then you know, and he's two hundred dollars cheaper than Crawford. And then Crawford is is my third option there. So you all you have yeah. three guys that you can sort of pinpoint and target all in that range that are all within two hundred dollars of each other on Fanduel. So uh, something yeah, else, something I think I think I I was gonna say I think I agree with you for cash. I think JJ Redick is the guy I'd go with. Mm-hmm. Um, in a tournament, though, I think you can. I think the other two. I like the upside of the other two a little more. I, I agree with you. Well, you should have a much lower ownership percentage on the on the bottom two guys. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go ahead and move on from the shooting guard position before we move on to small forward. Got to let all the beloved pod listeners know if you're not subscribing to rotowire.com just yet, and you like the advice of our podcast, you're going to love the website. So try it for free at, uh, at rotowire.com slash pod, free 10 day trial. Uh, for, features include lineup optimizers for MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college, basketball, soccer, golf, uh, up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections. Complete draft kits for all the major sports, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, getting ready for your season-long fantasy baseball drafts. We got you covered here with all the latest projection rankings and inside information over on roadwire.com slash pod. Free 10-day trial. Make sure you let them know that Josh and Benny sent you. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the wing. What do you have on tap here for the small forward position here for Monday? I like a couple guys in the mid-range, but before we get there, I think we got to talk about the guys at the top. Um, for me, Kevin Durant is probably my favorite small forward option. I would play him over LeBron, although I don't hate the spot for LeBron either. Um, but you get Durant going up against Sacramento. Now, we've seen high-usage guys against Sacramento put up huge numbers. We've also seen small forwards like Joe Johnson put up huge numbers. If Joe Johnson can get 50 against Sacramento, what can Kevin Durant get against Sacramento? I mean, I could see him going for 60 or 70 fantasy points in this game. Um, you know, 35, 40 real life points, you know, he's been pulling down 12 to 15 rebounds. Um, I think he could have an absolutely huge game and an up-tempo game here. Even if, you know, I mean, I actually would like it better if Rudy Gay did play here. You got a banged up Rudy Gay that might be guarding him. Um, and Rudy Gay's not a very good defender anyway. I'd rather have a banged up Rudy Gay than, than Omri Caspi guarding him. Um, so I think that, you know, this could be a really good spot for him in a high, in a high usage game. So, I like him more than I like LeBron and Paul George and the other guys if I'm paying up. But when you go down to the mid-range, <clears throat> there's a couple guys that really stand out. You've been getting, you know, 30 fantasy points, 30 minutes out of Jeff Green in, uh, you know, the last couple games. He's found a role now on that Clippers team. I think he's going to be in there. You know, we know that it's an absolute horror show for the Nets at the small forward right now since they got rid of Joe Johnson. I mean, we're talking about him going up against, like, Bogdanovich and, uh, you know, maybe a Markel Brown, you know, guys like that who are just not going to be able to slow down Jeff Green. Um, So I think Jeff Green is a cheap option at 54. 
I still like Matt Barnes, especially if Tony Allen's out. Uh, paced up game against Denver. Um, I think that he's in a pretty good spot here. I think he can give you good value at only 5K. And then I like Otto Porter, too. Otto Porter, the last two games, has put up about 30 fantasy points for you, um, you know, which is 6X at his price of 5K as well. So I think that I'm willing to spend up on one guy if I can, and it's going to be Durant. Um, the question that I really have to ask myself is, with all these small forwards that are here, if I want to spend up on Harden and I want to spend up on Westbrook, I'm probably not going to be able to spend up on Durant as well. So with guys like Barnes Green and Otto Porter, I think I'm going to wind up with two of those mid-price guys at the small forward spot today. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. But Matt Barnes is way too cheap for his price tag. He's been price adjusted higher up on, on other different starts, sites, but still a nice value in a good defensive matchup uh, on the road at Denver. So he's a good option uh, there as well. You can sort of also make a case too for what happens potentially with Omri Caspi if Rudy Gay gets rolled out of the lineup and he's active as a starter. You need both of those things to happen, not necessarily mm. locks to happen um but you know something else to pay attention to because we know uh okc is going to play at a at a at a pretty high pace uh there as well and then you know uh another player that i want to take uh advantage of um that's uh, in the mid-range uh and um you know in in the one spot you can attack at utah which is a small four position is jay crowder who's been producing uh uh, at a pretty high clip overall a little bit of a down game against Milwaukee, but then it comes up with 5.1x and 7.6x uh, on the road at Minnesota with a big 27 nine and nine game, almost double double. So, a little uh, cheaper mid price options that you can go with if you don't have enough money, like we like you probably won't spend up for PG 13, LeBron James, or Kevin Durant. Um, any other uh, sneaky guys you mm. want to talk about uh, that are tiptoeing into the lineup here at the three before we move on to the four? Yeah, I do have one who I really like for tournaments today. <clears throat> and that's um, Giannis. I'm not going to mention to butcher his last name again, but you guys all know who I'm talking about. He's going up against Houston, which is a high-paced matchup, and he's been putting up some really good fantasy numbers lately. And I think his ownership is going to be incredibly low because I think people are going to try to pay up to get the ran against Sacramento and then go down to some of these value options that we took. So if you want to put Giannis in your lineup, I think I'm, I'm not going to use him in cash today but I think I will have some shares in tournaments because I think he, you know, he has that upside where he can go for like 25 points, 15 rebounds and like get you a couple steals and a couple blocks and, and put up like a 40, 50 fantasy point performance. I mean, last week, I think he had a game where he went for like 60. You know, he's a guy that I think is probably GPP only, but in a high paced matchup against Houston, I, I definitely want to have some shares in tournaments with him. All right, fair enough. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the power forward position here for the Monday slate. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about what you want to do here at the four for Monday. Yeah, there's a couple guys that I'm looking at, but not really a lot of guys that I love. You know, like the guys that I'm looking at are in that six and seven K range, but I don't think that these are the guys that are going to give me the huge upside to win me a tournament. I don't. I think that this is a position where. I don't really want to take like punt options, but I also am going to be trying to find the cheapest of those mid-range guys um, that I think can make value. So guys like Jabari Parker at 5,600 are very interesting to me. Uh, Thaddeus Young at 7K is probably towards the high end of that range. Um, Zach Randolph is is 500 cheaper at 6,500. I like him a lot. Um, Derek Favors is probably the top of the the range I would go up to at 7,600. Um, you know, I kind of like that matchup for him. Boston's not very good at stopping any of the big guys inside. Uh, 7600 is not a crazy price for him. He's been putting up like 
30 to 40 fantasy points in most of his recent games. So it kind of puts him right there at 5X. Um, I don't think I'm on Kevin Love here, although I think he's going to be popular. But like I said, I don't want to go down much below that. You know, Miles Turner is probably a guy I, I think is a little bit interesting at only 56. Uh, but those are the guys that I'm going to try to look at, probably like guys like Turner, Jabari Parker, um, you know, the guys, you know, maybe even the Sullinger, like the guys that are in that 56 to 65 range um, where I only really need like 30 points out of them to get me, you know, to get me value because I don't think there's a lot of upside at the at the small forward spot here. But I do think there's you know, not a lot of punt options that you can really put in either. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. I think that you can make a case here for uh, Jabari Parker. I don't like Miles Turner as much against going up against that big front line and with LeBron James back at the helm. So I think there's going to be some revenge to Bay, 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 uh, based off that bad line. I can't see Cleveland losing three games in a row. So it's something that I'm mm-hmm. probably going to get invested in on the other side here with Jabari Parker, who's reasonably priced going up against the empty set, whoever you you want to talk about as Capella or Josh Smith or Terrence Jones, all of them getting minutes, none of them playing well uh, at all. So I'd rather target in Jer- J- Jabari Parker for cheap if I'm not paying up for the top option in Derek Favors. All right, uh, before we move on to the center position, got to let you all you business owners know that if you need a website, why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you used by more than 75 5 million people worldwide. Wix.com makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no code needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy to worry about the budgets, the scheduling appointments, or to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix com comes in with wix.com it's easy and free go to wix.com to create your own website today the results will be stunning all right let's go ahead and talk about the stunners at the uh center position here for monday and uh, let me know what you got yeah i mean i think it goes without saying if you can afford to pay up for cousins um you do so today and we talked about this before where you know guys like cousins guys like westbrook guys like harden it's not so much are they the best player at their position, but what you really have to do is look at them as, you know, which of these superstars do I want to play today? And, you know, for me, this matchup for Cousins against OKC, it's going to be fast. Um, I think he's going to put up a really big game. So I'd actually like him more. And, and you tell me, you're, you're a Kings fan. I actually like Cousins more when Rondo does play than I do when he doesn't play. I, um, yeah. I just feel like he produces. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Sorry to cut you off there as well. Rondo will do uh, everything he potentially can to get Cousins into very good spots. He's trying to find all these shots right at the rim where the Cousins and Willie Collistein and, and their and their scores have to do less dribbling and get into a spot where they can just grab it and score it. So it's you almost catch and shoot territory right around right around in the paint or with open you know jump shots along the baseline with people follow him to the hoop um you know in, in pick and roll coverage. So uh, definitely a top option there as well. So below Cousins. Um, who do you want to stump for uh, on this list? Yeah, I don't like Rudy Gobert, even though I know everyone is probably going to talk about him, and there's a lot of people that are you know, that are on him today. It's a good matchup against Boston. Boston's not really good against the center position, but he's kind of expensive for me over on FanDuel at 100. You know, he doesn't score enough for me to really love him, and I know that centers do well against Boston, but I think he's going to be over-owned in tournaments tonight. I actually, um, you know, have been looking at Dwight Howard. 
you know, I think people are going to be off them after that last game. But remember, they played San Antonio last game, so everybody's numbers dipped down a little bit. He was putting up 40 fantasy points before that, which would give him over 5x at his 8K price. And Milwaukee is not a team that defends the center position very well. Um, Greg Monroe is a little bit undersized. He's also not a very good defensive player. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring, high-paced game. I think it's going to stay close. The starters are going to get big run. Um, so I'm actually really a big fan of Dwight Howard tonight, although you know I know I might be on an island there. I also kind of like uh, Jaleel Okafor a little bit. Um, I think it's going to be a high-paced game against Washington there. As long as he gets good minutes, which I think he will because Nerlens Noel um, has been banged up, and even when he plays, he hasn't been playing a ton of minutes lately. So I like Okafor there, even though he's a little chick Steven Adams, knowing that that game's going to be uh, you know pretty up and down, and he's really cheap at only 4,400. So if you were trying to fit in three studs, like if you wanted Durant, Westbrook, and uh, you know Harden, I think Steven Adams is kind of the route to go. But obviously, if you have the money to pay up, you know, Cousins is the guy that you want to target. Um, so for me, it's Cousins, Dwight Howard, if I can't afford him a little bit cheaper. Um, and then coming down to Okafor at like 6K if I needed that price range. And then coming down to Steven Adams at 4400 So those are kind of the guys I'm looking at in each tier of pricing. Yeah, I'm okay with um, using uh, Enos Cantor as well, uh, who's actually a little bit more expensive than Stephen M. So if you're coming down to price, you can sort of make that determination, uh, you know, because Cantor off the bench should be in a pretty good spot facing uh, Costa Cufo's defense. And we know that Sacramento is going to, you know, the total is 228 in this game. So there could be enough, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, sh- shots to share around for for everybody in this high paced matchup uh, as well. On on the other side of that too, uh, I'm fine with the Okafor call. I'm also fine with uh, Marcin Gortat on the flip side of that for 6900. Good. We know that Okafor is a bad defender who doesn't rebound well and can't block shots overall. So Gortat can take advantage of that. Good shot for you to meet five uh, x value overall. So those are a couple options that we can take a look at if we're not using Demarcus Cousins uh, up, up at the very top. And I think DeAndre Jordan is in a, in a decent spot too uh, as well. Um, against Brooklyn, along with Brook Lopez, I, if, between the two, if you can afford the eighty four hundred, I would take Brook Lopez because I think he's you know a more consistent scorer. And we know DeAndre Jordan is in the bottom twelve in the NBA in fancy points allowed to center, so you don't have to worry about the defense as much as you would normally think. And that is going to wrap it up for the Rotowire DFS podcast for Monday's action. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Check me out on Twitter at Josh Hayes F, uh, FS. And don't forget to subscribe to the official Rotowire YouTube channel that is available for you um, each and every uh, day. We're going to have uh, five, di- five days worth of podcasts and six days worth of shows uh, live streaming and uh, available for you to watch, download, and listen to uh, all week long. Thanks for checking us out. We'll see you next time. Thank you.